Welcome to Breaking the Barrier, a Western lifestyle podcast highlighting those breaking barriers both in and out of the arena. I'm your host, Rebel Sokolotia, and this week we're doing something very exciting. We're releasing a dual episode, which means that this week's content will be posted in a part one and part two form, both available for you to listen to today. And we will be sitting down with some of the 2021 Resist All Rookies of the Year. Part one will feature Bo Cooper, the 2021 Calf Roping Rookie of the Year. And part two will feature Slade Wood, the Steer Roping and All-Around Rookie of the Year. Let's get into it. Today, I'm chatting with Bo Cooper, the 2021 Tie-Down Roping Rookie of the Year. Bo, thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's pretty cool. Um, I've always kind of wanted to do a podcast, so uh, I'm glad to be here. (laughs) Very good. So to start, uh, obviously, you had a lot of success in 2021, but where and when did you get your start in rodeo, and what are some of the key things that have gotten you here today? Um, You know, my my mom and dad, they... uh, they were involved in rodeo. Um, my dad, he rodeoed professionally in Canada and, uh, my mom, they, they did like the opening acts and stuff. And she ended up having a scoreboard, um, in my younger, uh, years. And she would go to rodeos all over the U S and Canada, um, with the scoreboard. And so, uh, they, they did that. And my uncle, he, uh, he was, a a bulldogger and my other uncle, he made the NFR in the bronc riding and uh, his son is Zeke Thurston, which would be my cousin. And uh, he's a two time world champ in the bronc riding. So uh, our whole family is involved in rodeo from as long as I can remember. Awesome. So you won the rookie of the year title last year, but did you head into 2021 with that goal in mind? Or is that kind of something that transpired over the course of the year yeah that was my goal um I've always wanted to win it it's a pretty prestigious award my mentor Shane Hanchy, he won it in 2009 so going into 2021 that was kind of my goal thankfully we got it done pretty excited I was the first kid from Canada to win it in the calf roping there's been some other people win it from up there but nobody in the tie down roping so to win to be the first person to do that from up there it's pretty cool that's pretty special. So you just mentioned that you are from Canada. Um, what is it like rodeoing in the States and what are some challenges that come with competing in two countries that people might not know about? You know, the last couple of years due to COVID and all that, it's been kind of crazy. I haven't, I haven't been home to Canada a whole lot. I've been mainly down here in the U.S., um, but it's, it's a lot of fun to be down here. There's a lot going on and we went to a lot of rodeos last year. They, uh, I would like to rodeo in Canada a little more this year and hopefully make the CFR too. So that's kind of my goal to make the CFR and the NFR this year. As far as rodeoing back and forth, it's, uh, I haven't seen my family back home for a while, you know, just being down here and working hard at it every day to be competing with the best of the best. So absolutely. Um, so what was your favorite rodeo of 2021 and why was it so special? Oh, I don't know. There was a couple. Uh, I would have to say Calgary. Um, I got invited to go to Calgary this year. Uh, there's a lot of people that don't that don't get to rope at that rodeo. And being that it's so close to my house, you know, we uh, grew up watching it. And uh, like I said earlier, my cousin, he, Zeke, he had won it three years in a row. So we got to watch him do that every year. And, you know, it's just kind of 
one of those rodeos. It's one of, if not the biggest rodeo in the world. So pretty cool to get to go there. And I hope I get to go there more. And we actually had another cousin that was with us there, Ryan Chuckberg. He was in the Bulldog. And so all three of us were in Pool A. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome. So to compete at a level like that and at a rodeo that big, you you have to be able to control your nerves and, and to be able to uh, perform under pressure in those kind of situations. Um, how have you developed that ability? And, you know, what are some, some competitive things that have kind of prepared you for that? You know, I think you just roping for your own money a lot, like going to jackpots and being put in high pressure situations from, you know, short rounds to bigger rodeos. Um, you kind of just have to go through it. I don't, I don't really think there's any way that, you know, there's no secret to it. I think you just, you do it, you learn from your mistakes and you uh, learn what to do and how to control your emotions and what works and what doesn't. And so I think, you know, just, just competing for, uh, for money, you know, quite off, you learn to handle your emotions and just make the best run that you can rely on your fundamentals and what got you to that point. Definitely. So not every day is a wonderful day, whether you're at a rodeo or in the practice pen. Um, what, you know, was there a, a day or a rodeo specifically that was particularly frustrating that, that ended up kind of helping you later on? Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, I remember this summer, it wasn't all sunshine and rainbows. We, uh, I think I went to, uh, 30 rodeos in a row. I only placed at one of them. And so that was getting <laughs> a little, I was getting a little, uh, wary on the mind, but you know, you just keep hammering down and trying your best. Don't let it go, uh, pull you down too far. Cause I get to be out here and do what I love to do. So you just have to be grateful and realize that you have a lot more opportunities than some other people might have. So you just kind of have to keep going. And when it turns around, then it'll be a, it'll be a good day. <laughs> Definitely. So the rookie of the year title is, is an incredible accomplishment, but it's kind of a, a springboard into what's to come. Um, what are some goals that you have for 2022 and for the rest of your professional career for that matter? Um. Yeah, 2022, I want to make the CFR and the NFR. Those are my two two goals for my career. I want to be able to make a living roping. However, however I may do that, um, I would I would like to get to the NFR as many times as I can. You know, that's the that's the Super Bowl of rodeo, as they say. So I want to get there as many times as possible and to be able to go to the CFR as many times as possible and try to try to be the best that I can be. Lots of really cool goals there. So rodeo is obviously a staple in your family. Um, you mentioned your cousin Zeke Thurston um, has kind of inspired you in a lot of ways, but he's on the rough stock side of things. So how has he impacted you as a competitor, um, though he competes in a different event? Uh, Zeke is, he's super good mentally. You know, he's, he don't get too worked up about much. You know, he realizes what he does wrong and he gets over it and, does it better the next time 
super good that way. I mean, he's one of the best Bronc riders in, ever in Canada. So, so I've always looked up to him and we've done a lot together. I've come down here and I live with Shane Hanchy and he's super good. He's He's been great for me. He's one of the best calf ropers in the world and uh, he makes the NFR every year and he's got a world championship and two average titles to his name. So, you know, he helps me out a lot. I'm just super grateful for both of them and everybody else that's in my corner. So I think that there's definitely a an iron sharpens iron component to this, just surrounding yourself with such positive, successful people. Um, why is that so important to surround yourself with with that caliber of competitors? You know, I think they I think they lift lift you up. Um, you know, you can hang out with with successful people and try to become successful, or you can hang out with unsuccessful people and you're probably going to end up unsuccessful. You know, whoever you surround yourself with is kind of who you become. I've uh, been lucky enough to surround myself with people that are uh, very successful in their lives, everyday lives and what they do, whether it be rodeo or just uh, business-wise, you know. I've been uh, very fortunate in that way to be around some very high-level people. Awesome. So now is kind of the the time to brag about yourself a little bit. Um, what are some things that you do or qualities that you have that you're particularly proud of as a rodeo athlete? Um, I think I'm I'm a I'm a pretty outgoing person. Once you get to know me, uh, <laughs> I don't really have too many too many enemies. I'm I like to be friends with everybody. I never say no to helping you out. You know, whether it be push your calf or whatever. If you need something, I, I'll say yes 99% of the time. <laughs> I think that's got me a long ways too, is never saying no to doing something, to get an opportunity to work for somebody or rope with somebody or help them out, whatever it may be. I've kind of always jumped at it and said yes and looked at it as an opportunity to better myself and better my careers. Yeah. What has been the most surprising thing for you as you've kind of transitioned from, you know, either high school rodeo, amateur rodeo to the professional side? Because the professional side is kind of more of a business opportunity. What has that transition been like for you? Uh, it's been uh, a big transition. Um, <laughs> I kind of went from just bebopping around in Alberta to some amateur rodeos to coming down here and jumping both feet in the fire after I got my permit filled, you know, just the, all the entering and trades and getting flights and going back and forth. You're having to deal with getting COVID tests to go across the border. And so you had to get appointments for that. And luckily Shane, I traveled with him this year and he's top notch at doing all the entering and stuff. So I was lucky to have him. He was, I wouldn't have made it if I didn't have him. <laughs> I would have got to about the first 10 rodeos and holy man i'm way over my head here but yeah <laughs> yeah so he was he was great to me and the professional side of rodeo is people don't realize but it's a full-on business and these people are full-on athletes they it's a full-time job 10 12 hours of the day dealing with horses or entering or looking at the business journal just figuring out where to go and when to be and the best run possible and I still haven't figured all of it out and I don't think Shane has either yeah so, always something I, to learn <laughs> I, I still got a lot of learning to do if he hasn't figured it all out <laughs> so you know to anyone in rodeo like this lifestyle you know makes sense and they're plenty familiar with it but to anyone outside the industry 
your life looks much different than the average 20, 21 year old guy. Um, what kind of does a, a day in the life on the road look like for you? And how do you, though you're going all these places, how do you maintain any sort of routine? That my mom had had said that this summer. Uh, her <laughs> her job, she quite a few people have asked her. They're like, "Oh, well, you know, what's your what's your son doing?" She's like, "Oh, well, he's been to 26 states and drove 100,000 miles this year." And they're like, "Oh my gosh, you just you just turn him loose and he's he's gone." <laughs> and she's like, "Yeah, he'll be fine." But uh, it's there's really no routine. I mean, you do a lot of driving and a lot of eating at fast food restaurants and, um, you know, just wake up and feed the horses. And, you know, if we're staying at somebody's house, we'll do a little roping or whatnot. But if not, we're either driving to a rodeo or we're about to compete at one. So it's, uh, I guess that part of it's pretty much an everyday routine driving or, uh, at a rodeo. We hope you are enjoying this episode of Breaking the Barrier, but wanted to remind you that this week you can listen to dual episodes. Right now you're hearing from Bo Cooper, the 2021 Resist All Rookie of the Year in the calf roping, but you can also listen to an episode with Slade Wood, the 2021 Rookie of the Year steer roper and all-around cowboy. But for now, let's get back to Slade. I think it's kind of a natural transition if you're having success at the amateur or high school level to to go on to the professional side, but has this been something that you've wanted to do since you were really little or just kind of once you started having that success, it just seemed like the natural step? Yeah, it was kind of weird. Um, when I was little, you know, every I think every little kid wants to be a bull rider when they grow up, <laughs> when you're really little. And then... It's um, like a disease. Yeah, and then my dad, he team roped and roped calves. He was a pickup man for a while too, so... He kind of did it all, but, you know, I wanted to team rope for a while. Uh, in junior high, you know, I breakaway roped, but I'd never, I'd never tied down before. And so when I got to high school rodeo, I started tying down in my grade nine year. And I think I was probably 15, I would have been, when I uh, tied my first calf down. I loved it from then on. I roped my first calf. I remember at the house, the first calf I roped, I run them through. And I roped him by two back legs, and that was the only calf we had. And uh, I was begging my dad to let me run another one because I felt <laughs> like I'd messed up. And he he didn't let me run another one, and so I had to wait till the next day to rope again. And I was I was craving it. I was so ready to run another one. And so then, yeah, high school, you know, I, my focus shifted to the calf roping. Yeah, uh, I loved it, and that was that was it got in my blood and. I was hooked from then on. Um, so I'm going to backtrack again. So traveling with Shane, everyone knows who Shane Hanchi is. They watch him on TV. Um, I would be curious to know like what he's like on a day-to-day -day basis. Like what is Shane's personality going up and down the road? Uh, he likes to sleep. <laughs> he likes to sleep. He, uh, he's, he's very business oriented though, too. Um, he deals with a lot of phone calls and uh, questions throughout the day. And he has his own business back home too. So, um, you know, he's, he's a, he's an entrepreneur. He, he likes to make money. And um, so he's, 
every day he's on the phone or, um, you know, figuring out, figuring out new things to do. But he's busy. He's busy. When he's not sleeping, he's busy. I should say that. For sure. So as we kind of wrap up today, um, I would love to know, I kind of ask almost everyone this, but what is the best piece of advice that you've received that you'd like to pass along to other people? I got it from Shane and I know he got it from another guy, but um, it was to not let your highs get too high and your lows get too low. And I think it, I think it applies to not just rodeo, but every, every day in life, you know, you're going to face some setbacks and some, you're going to have some great moments and to just, you know, kind of keep it an even keel and um, stay, stay on, task and stay focused and be grateful for the great times and you know maybe be grateful for not having having the worst of times you know it can always be worse somebody else's somebody else has got it worse than you do so just being grateful every day and trying to live your best life and I think that's a pretty good piece of advice to live by every day definitely so we can't close the interview without talking about your horses. What horses are you riding right now? And what horses did you ride in the last year? Um, I'm, I'm riding a horse my mom and dad own. Uh, paint is how everybody knows them. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm the, the only kid in the PRCA that, that rides a paint horse. <laughs> so uh, I get made it fun works, of a, it works. a little bit. But um, he, we, my mom and dad got him when he was a yearling and uh from a, a sale in my hometown Stetler Alberta uh they bought him as a yearling from the Neats family uh Twin Arrow Ranch and uh he has been a troublemaker ever since they bought him uh he got out on the highway one night when he was little and he was like 4 miles away running down the highway and uh he gets out of gates and any kind of any kind of thing that he can open he gets out of so my sister had barrel raced on him for a while and then my dad had started heading on him and my dad's picked up on him and team roped on him a lot and my grade 12 year um i think you guys call it senior year we just we just go by numbers but (laughs) (laughs) uh i didn't I, i my good calf horse had got hurt and i didn't have a horse and so uh he was the only one on the place really that i could you know make as a calf horse fast and so i think it took us about three weeks and we were uh, tying down on him and i took him to my high school finals in grade 12. uh that was the first year i'd made nationals in the calf roping was my grade 12 year on a paint horse that i'd been roping on for three weeks so i took him there and i took him to nationals you know he kind of become my number one horse i rode him that whole year in the amateur rodeos won an amateur title up there on them and another average title at another amateur finals on them and then uh brought him down here and uh everybody was kind of laughing at me i was riding the paint <laughs> horse and uh yeah and he's he's kind of been my number one since then i don't really have anything else anymore you know i kind of got to make do on him he's he's not the uh he's not a high level uh you know, horse that somebody would, you know, look at and be like, man, you know, I might need to buy that horse. But um, for me, he's he's been great and we fit each other and everything I've 
kind of done down here is he's been a part of so um i i'm very grateful that my parents let me ride him and it turned out the way that it did i wouldn't really be here without riding him so yeah he's kind of my only horse and uh last fall shane was uh gracious enough to let me ride one of his horses uh seven which had come from his brother uh jason that's a really good horse and i was i really like that horse he was a lot of fun to ride he's uh that's another good horse that was the other horse that i rode last year that kind of helped me to win the rookie of the year deal Gotcha. Well, I think it's pretty cool to take a, a paint horse to the pay window for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool that you can have one that you uh, could kind of say is home raised and, um, you know, that he's helped our whole family uh, go to rodeos on and, you know, to take him to the largest stage and, in, in, well, I shouldn't say the largest stage, but he's on the elite level of rodeo. Um, you know, it's pretty cool. So you've obviously had a lot of success in the rodeo arena, but as I understand it, you also used to play hockey. Did the competitive aspect of hockey help you at all in your rodeo? Yes, it did. We, uh, I was lucky enough to play uh, some pretty, some pretty decent hockey um, for for Stetler, uh, the the Stetler Storm, as we called it. But um, yeah, we, I have a I have a buddy that. Um, He's he's playing in the WHL now, uh, which is Western Hockey League. But um, yeah, we played with him, and um, yeah, we got to play some high level hockey. And one year we went uh, undefeated in 2014. I think we played 42 games and never lost a game. So uh, that was pretty cool. Um, I wish I would have played hockey right until my grade 12 year. I I uh, I give it up. Uh, grade nine or 10 maybe to focus more on my rodeo um, and it, at the time I was excited to get to rodeo but looking back it's kind of I kind of wish I would have played it for the last couple years and just it was fun being part of a team and uh, such a good group of guys that you know it's just getting to go out and play play with your buddies all day or not all day but every day <laughs> you uh uh, it was pretty fun it was being a team and uh, getting to win and handle the losses and um, it just like any other kind of sport it translate over to rodeo so you had that competitive fire and wanted to win all the time and uh, get better at what you were doing so yeah so hockey player by day and rodeo cowboy by night <laughs> <laughs> yes yes um, that was well, that was another thing is we in Canada during the winter, like it's crazy down here. So many people, you know, you get to, you get to rope, like they have lights and whatnot, you know, they can rope all the time. And, um, you know, it gets, it gets cold down here in Texas, you know, they, it's <laughs> cold in Texas. Yeah. They, they say maybe it's 36 or 40, you know, that they say, Oh, we won't rope today. And up there it would be, uh, below that it would be probably in the in the negatives for us <laughs> and uh, we would get home from school and it would be dark at five o'clock the sun goes down super early in the winter time and so we would have to rope in the dark all the time we go south it would be a complete another part-time job basically to rope we would get home and 
saddle horses and then probably eat supper. And then we didn't have a indoor building. So we had to haul all our, we would haul our calves over and then we'd have to come back and haul our horses over and then uh, rope and then haul the calves back and then haul the horses back, unsaddle, blanket, kick them out and feed. And it would, it was a five or six hour process every time you had to rope. So um, I think having, having, if you wanted to, if you wanted to rope in Canada, you have to have a, a certain level of drive and determination to be able to do it because you have to do all that. Plus it's freezing cold outside and um, it, it's not much fun. <laughs> For sure. Well, and I, I can't claim that um, Nebraska winters are mild, but I really do not envy being in Canada during the winter time. But thanks so much for making time for this. This was fun. Yeah, no worries. Thank you. That was Bo Cooper, the 2021 Resist All Rookie of the Year calf roper and the first Canadian to win the title. Be sure to check out part two of this week's feature on a couple rookies of the year. You're listening to Breaking the Barrier. Breaking the Barrier is produced by the Rural Radio Network.